The Braves Radio Network channel on the podcast park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Jackie Ray was raised in Athens, Georgia. Her daddy coached at Georgia Tech. And though she's part of the ensemble cast for Wicked at the Fox Theater, she didn't start out as a dancer. She actually started out in Taekwondo. She comes from a military family. She's the faithful lady, and she calls herself the backup quarterback for the cast of Wicked. Jackie Ray, welcome home and welcome to Braves Country. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Look at here, Jackie Ray, part of the cast of Wicked with a 706 area code. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's funny because I'm born and raised in northwest Georgia, and I kept my 706 number. So when I saw it, I was like, all right, now I know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to my people. Yes. Isn't it so funny and comfortable when you see your area code? Yes. You're like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. We're doing okay. <laughs> it's the little things, right? It is. Absolutely <laughs> right. I'm such a fan of, I've become such a fan of musicals and Broadway because of my wife, Laura. It was always something that she was really into. And I, to be honest, I never paid attention. I'm just like a lot of dudes, I guess. And, You're good. And then we started going and I started taking her. We've been married 22 years now. I started taking her because she goes to so many ball games. Our son, Jacob, is uh, just turned 19. He's going to play baseball at the College of Charleston. So she's always at ball games. That's all she's ever done for 19 years is go to ball games. So over that time, I tried to always find something that I knew she liked. Newsies, the musical, came to the Fox years ago. Go and we went. We went and saw Moulin Rouge. You get my point. I just tried to find something <laughs> to take her to so she wasn't at a ball. And then I fell in love with them too. And I was talking to the folks over at Brave PR, Brianna, and she brought you up because that you're from the area and have, a, I guess, a, or a Braves fan. And did you have a dad that coached at Georgia Tech or something? Yeah. So no, that's my super dad cool. Yeah, yeah. So, which is super cool. So, so we have a cool connection and it kind of breaks up our boys' club a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. You know, the arts aren't for everyone, but I do think they actually are for everyone. We just I do need too. to expose people to them. <laughs> I do too. That's so. the thing. I think so many, especially men, especially guys, we are so dismissive oftentimes of anything that we perceive as, as not cool enough. Most guys miss the boat on the arts. I was late to the party, but I at least recognize it now. And we went and saw Wicked and it was fantastic. I oh loved it God. way more. I didn't even know what to expect. I kind of loosely knew what the story was. So my wife, Laura, fills me in and we went and it was spectacular. Oh, good. Did you come this time when we were here? Yes, we just uh, a few a couple weeks ago. Yay, I'm so excited to hear that. It's just big. It's a spectacle. It's, it's just it's always going to like 
wow you, I guess. It definitely does. And so I want to talk to you about the role that you have in the cast of Wicked, because I'll admit, though I really enjoy it, I want to understand what your role is. Uh, you're part of the ensemble, but you also, mm-hmm. you play the part of Glenda and Nessaros. Yeah. yeah. And uh, here's, you know, what's so funny is this is going to work well for your audience, too. I have a, this, I have a perfect analogy for what I do. So, you know, with the football team, you got your first string quarterback. He's starting, and it's great, and he's ready. And there's because he has probably put in the time to play that role, or he's put in whatever. He has a connection to be first string. You know, everything's, like, worked out for the first string. But the second and third and fourth, we all know, is just as important, and they're just as talented but maybe there's something they're not there yet. They, they still got a little room to grow. So I consider myself the second-string quarterback okay. to Glenda the Goods. <laughs> let me, if you keep up with sports, though, everybody's favorite person on the field is the backup quarterback. That's always yeah, the case. No, well, I'm going to say this. Um, maybe, it's, maybe I'm going to cause some drama. The, the principals who I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm relating them to the first string, they are so talented and worthy and beautiful. They always are, and they always have a great show. But there is energy and such excitement when the second string, <laughs> a.k.a. me, the understudy, comes in, messes up the flow, but in a good way. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, like, exciting, and they're they're doing their plays because that's what I, I'm, I'm trying to make these sports analogies. I don't do Glinda the Good the way other girls do it. You know what I mean? We sure. all have different ways we play the role. So I have my plays that work really well for me that are different than the girl that has her plays that she does it every night. So basically, in a nutshell, I'm the second string quarterback to Glenda the Good and Nessa Rose. But the only difference in this football analogy, this dear sports analogy, is I am on stage every night dancing in the ensemble. So you probably saw me as a dancer in the show. And so I am what they call an on-stage understudy because sometimes we have offstage understudies and those are different words we have we have a word that we call in the theater universe that we call a standby and a standby is somebody who literally stands by so she is not on stage every night and we only have one in this production typically they are for the leading roles so on broadway in new york glinda and alphabet have a a woman standing by for both of them. But out here on tour, we only have an Elphaba standby. So her role is to literally wait until she's needed. She's the second string, too, essentially, like me. She's ready to go on. She went on last night. You know, she's, she's ready to go on, but she does not perform every night like myself. And we also have things that we call swings. And swings are people waiting in the wings, essentially, as well, to go on. And swings are like your MVPs. They're like your like special sauce to like the the company. Swings are people who stay off stage every single night, but know everything. So there's swings that know every single ensemble track. There's swings that know the principles, and it's just all of these little pieces of glue that if because we're human and just and we're athletes too, and we train and we train and we train. And we have eight shows a week, which is absolutely crazy, but that's just what we do. That's our normal. You know what I mean? It's We don't bat an eye at doing eight shows a week because that's what we're conditioned to do. But Tuesday through Sunday with one day off a week, we're, we're, we're athletes. Yeah. You know, and I always talk to my dad about it because my dad is like you. He really did not know 
the arts until his two daughters decided to be dancers and in musical theater. And he would always take us to dance competitions here in Atlanta growing up. So he was exposed to the arts that way. And he will always look at me now. He's 60 now. So he'll always look at me and be like, dang, I did not realize my, my girl was going to be an athlete. I did not realize you were going to be a professional athlete. Because I, I truly, I, I just saw him recently. And he said, I, I, I can't believe you're in the pros. I can't believe you're in the and I That's said, so yeah, cool. I'm in the pros. I'm in the pros of what I do. That is so cool. So all of that to say, there, there's people waiting in the wings to do everything. Um, make sure Wicked can keep going if we have people, you know, who need to take their time, need to take a day. Who knows? Maybe you have a migraine, you sprained an ankle, or you just want to be a human and take a personal day because you need to go to a wedding or, like, you know, something like that. So that's when me as an understudy or a standby or swing will go on. But we're always ready, and it's always very exciting. No question, man. That's so cool. I bet your dad has, like, Dance Dad on the back of one of those stickers on the back. Is it like my wife just added <laughs> Charleston Baseball Mom to her the back of her I'm car. Screaming. <laughs> so cool. Yes, he he's stuck through all of it, but he he loves Wicked. So I, he's always he's seen it so many times. Goodness gracious! <laughs> That's so cool, though. I love that. I, that there's just there's a dynamic, and and my wife and her dad has it, and 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 my son and and my wife have it. There's just a dynamic mm. when when it's you know father daughter uh, mother son. That is that is unique and special, and I love that you have that with your dad. And I know my wife and her dad have it. They are thick as thieves. It's an it's the most precious relationship. And of course, she loves her mom, and her and her mom have a great relationship too. But there's just something different about my wife and her dad's relationship. Is is it that yeah. way for you too? Yeah, it definitely is, especially now growing up. And you know, I moved away at 18, which now at my age. I miss my family, you know, because you're a kid, you're like, get me out of here. So I grew up in <laughs> Athens, right outside of Atlanta. But I was here in Atlanta for a couple of years while dad was coaching at George Tech. But it was, it, he retired because he had been in the game for, I think, oh gosh, basic math. <laughs> I think over 10 years, maybe he hit wow. 15 years, I think. And so he retired in 03. And I think my mom, my, my dad, the story went, uh, where, where should we go? And my dad worked at Georgia Tech, or no, he worked at Georgia, and he went and got his master's at Georgia, so we had connections to the Georgia Bulldogs. And so this was back in 2003, and so I think this was before, like, Oconee County boomed, because every time I'm home, Oconee County is huge, and there's tons of people, and there's all of these buildings, but back in 2003, it was not like that. It was lots of cows and farms, yeah. <laughs> and I think we had, like, two high schools, you know, and so... Anyway, so all that being said, my dad, you know, that's the reason why we're out in Athens and why he was connected to my rock star. I will praise them all the time. Oconee Youth School Performance out in Oconee County, where I learned to truly be a pro. Because then when my dad retired, he got to watch my sister and I dance and sing and do musicals. And now, going back to your original question... Now it's just super special because we just get to talk about my life as a professional because he was a professional in his occupation for so long. And I'm very lucky that I had two parents who both actually pursued their dreams in terms of their careers. So the arts are fickle and the arts scare people. And I understand why 
because money is important <laughs> and there is money to be had in my industry. There is, there is great money to be made if you are a professional and you know how to do your craft. Yeah. Um, but for lots of actors and for also a lot of uh, creative people, money also doesn't dictate who they are as artists. And it certainly doesn't dictate me, but it just, you know, that's why I think it, 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 stuns parents a little bit and surprises parents when their children say, I want to go and see art because my mom put it very eloquently. We had no doubt in the world for you as a professional. We just didn't want to watch you have that artist struggle. We didn't want to watch you struggle. But my counter argument to that statement is it always, there's always going to be a period of your life when you're a kid transitioning into an adult, a struggle. You have to figure it out. So, but going, but going back to, wow, look at all these going back to <laughs> That's all right. No, it's great. I love it. <laughs> you know, my parents didn't bat an eye. My mom was in the exercise industry for almost 30 years and pursued her career as a personal trainer. And now she does um, deep tissue fascia release therapy. So she's always been involved in the gym and personal uh, performance and personal um, health and wealth, basically. Yeah. And then my dad, obviously, with football. So they both kind of looked at me at 18 when I said, I'm going to major in musical theater and I'm going to move to New York City. They literally were like, of course you are. Go do Have it. fun. Go do yeah. it. They were encouraging. And I love I know, that. I know that's not a lot of other uh, employees of mine and, and, and acquaintances of mine through my career. I know that's not everyone's swan song, you know. So I just feel very lucky. And I know that all stems from, you know, my parents' background and especially my dad. So, yeah, going back to your, do you have a special relationship with him? Yeah, it's just so cool because he wants to know all the plays. He wants to know what goes on backstage. He wants to know, you know, what I went through that night. So it's, it's really cool to, like, communicate with him at this stage because he'll – He'll riff on his football vocabulary, which I feel like I know way more about football than baseball. So <laughs> that's we can fine. Get to that in a second. No, that's perfect. <laughs> but and then I can tell him all of my performer vernacular and my performer vocabulary of what we go through. So there's always things to talk about, and it's always fun, you know, to talk to him about it. Talking to Jackie Ray, she's from the cast of Wicked, which you can see at the Fox Broadway across Atlanta on the Braves Country podcast. It's fascinating to me because when you talk about the comparison of football and the arts, there are a lot. I mean, it's all about timing. It's all about cues. No different yeah. than a football play. So I, I would yeah. imagine that your dad was really open to that when, when he saw the way that these things are put together. He was like, I recognize what you're doing. This timing has to be perfect. Yeah, exactly. So because you know what it is, too, and you can now, you can now um, understand what I'm saying because you've now seen the show. And for those people out there listening who have or have not seen a big Broadway show, it's also about safety, too. We have plays backstage all the time, and they all are about um, the crew. The crew is so intricate to musical theater and theater, and not even musical theater, theater in general, professional theater, when you're working with huge sets like we have. And you're working with huge props and costumes, and there's a million people on stage. Safety is priority. So what's really cool, and I'm trying to think what would we would relate this to football. Maybe just coaches off stage. Oh, here we go. So coaches that stand on the sideline and they're making the plays. They have the headsets. They're connected to the the box. Everyone's talking. We have that backstage. I'm not sure if anybody knows that. No, probably that is the not. Reason, that is the reason why we are working and everything looks so seamless and everybody is so safe 
It's because we know what we're doing as the players, because if you think about the football team as the, the cast, we're the cast performing on stage. And we're the players who know what to do. We know the plays. But in terms of the flow and the tempo of the show, it's set by what people in our industry that we call the stage managers. And they are so important. And they are three people. So if we talk about Wicked, for example, they're three people who, who are backstage. You will never see them because their role is to not be on stage, just like how the coaches aren't in the middle of the field. The stage managers are backstage. We have three of them or four of them, give or take the night, at all times, at all different stations of the theater. And one of them is offstage, what we call the call box. So they're making, back to terms, they're making the plays. Mm -hmm. And what happens is they sit in front of this big Bible of the script. So Wicked, what you hear and what you see, translate that to words on a page, starting with all of the dialogue, starting with all of the, the music, and they have a big Bible in front of them, and then they have little codes and little phrases and little different colors of, of cues. And it's basically a playbook. It's basically they're communicating to so many different parts. They're communicating to our light lighting technicians who are in the back of the house lighting the show because everything's live and in real time. Nothing is just set. Including Everything the music, right? Yes. They're communicating exactly to what you were saying, to the orchestra. So our conductor who conducts the show in real time, they're conducting us as singers on stage and they're conducting the orchestra. They are communicating to them. They're communicating to the spot operators because we have spots in the show. They're communicating to the sound deck, the soundboard, because they're mixing us as singers in real time. It's so they are truly saying, I'm in charge and this is my play and let's have a successful game go. go and if it's not up to that stage manager, we, w we wouldn't be able to perform. There would be no way we could just wing it. And then we also have two stage managers on stage left and stage right. So we have wing space. If you're looking at the stage in the proscenium from head on, like you are in the audience, there's space on stage left and stage right for everything to happen. So for quick changes into costumes, for, um, uh, for props, for set pieces, everything's waiting in the wings, essentially. That phrase is true. Everything is waiting in the wings before you, you go on stage. So we have a stage manager on stage left and stage right, and then normally somebody's in the office um, away from, from the stage in, in an office somewhere. And everyone's connected via headset, and that is so true of football because all of my dad's pictures, you know, of him growing Employed up. Employed a headset. And, and he's got the headset. He's screaming. <laughs> he's screaming to somebody that that play was stupid, you know. Like, <laughs> and they do, they do the same thing. They all communicate. And it's also really important for us as performers because sometimes we are left blind. And especially with us on tour, where as opposed to the Broadway company, the Broadway company sits down and, and basically gets their smoke break because we get to tour and we have to move every three to four to five to six to seven weeks, depending on how long that theater booked us. So we're always moving. The theaters are always different. And we also have local crew from each city come and help us with the backstage rigors of pushing the set pieces on the fly rails, making sure everything goes. So we are so left blind and trusting that everything's going to be okay. And it's up to our stage managers to make sure that, like, the stasis is good. The stasis is fine. Like, the flow of Wicked is good tonight. And it's all based on our coaches, so basically our stage managers. So there's lots of sports 
personalities, but we just call them different things that you guys wouldn't know about. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Jackie Ray is who we're talking to. She's the ensemble cast for Wicked that's at the Fox Theater here in Atlanta. My wife, Laura, and I saw it. It is incredible. If you've not, you need to. So let me ask you a really tough question, Jackie. This is gonna. Be, this one's gonna be. This is gonna be the. This is gonna be one of the things that's gonna knock your socks off. Oh dear. But who are you cheering for? You went to North Oconee High School. You live in Athens, or your family lives in Athens. Yet your dad coached at Georgia Tech, but he got his degree from Georgia. Who are yeah. you cheering for? Is it dogs or jackets? TCU Hornfrogs. I know because you graduated from TCU. I was gonna throw that in there, but I didn't know if I yes. should, and I'm glad that you did. Let me give you the rankings. Um, it's it's whoever's playing the game that I'm watching. I'll go, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll root for them. <laughs> I love it. The conundrum is then what happens if Georgia, Georgia Tech's playing or like in the national championship, TCU, Georgia. TCU and Georgia, that was so tough. Oh, that was <laughs> tough. Because I kind of wanted my little underdog, my TCU Big 12, to w- win against Georgia. Because I was like, hey, Georgia's been winning too much. <laughs> They've been winning. <laughs> They, they hadn't won a national championship in 40 years prior to that. You know what I mean? So, I'm kidding. I know. No, I know. I know. It's it's so, so much fun. But did you grow up a Georgia fan? Did you like, or, or were you a yeah, Tech fan when you were a kid? I was. I have to say, I I really remember rooting for Navy actually when I was okay. a kid because my dad spent right. six years at the Naval Academy coaching, and that was when like I was really young, but kind of coming into the young kid phase. So I was either like six or seven. And so I really remember going to those football games. He did such a short stint at Georgia Tech that, yes, technically I was a Georgia Tech fan, but now, oh, my gosh. I mean, we've been in Athens since 2003. I live there. I love downtown Athens. My sister got her undergrad at Georgia. I am a Dogs fan, I have to say. I go Dogs, and they're also not doing too bad for themselves these days. They seem all right. I. Yeah, they seem to be doing okay. So every time I see that Georgia red, you know, I get a little, I get a little happy. I <laughs> but I have to say, since I went to school and you know I experienced having a football college, which I have to say, I there was a chance as me as a performer because I I went and I applied and I auditioned for so many schools to go to school for theater. It's actually more competitive than than you'd think. They only take yeah. about six or seven people in each program. So you not only have to get into the school academically, but then you have to get into their program artistically. So you have two hurdles to get into to go to school for theater. But I was I auditioned for a lot of conservatories or a lot of just very concentrated uh, 
uh, I guess, universities around the country that don't have athletic programs. And for some reason, the universe dragged me back to TCU by my hair because my whole family laughed so hard when I said, I'm going to TCU. <laughs> they, just, they just thought it was the funniest thing because my dad had coached there. And weirdly enough, I was born there. <laughs> so oh, wow. That's, I know. That's what was going on when my dad was at, at TCU back in the early 90s. That's when that's when they had me. And so I don't remember TCU because I was so newly placed on this earth. <laughs> right. The good Lord, I, the good Lord I, just brought you in. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. And so I don't really remember TCU that well. But I have to say, if I'm watching ball, I'm, I am rooting for TCU first. And then it'll be my Georgia Bulldogs. Okay, <laughs> I think that's a fair statement. I think that's a good one too. And because yeah, my sister, who actually is an alma mater of Georgia, would will always look at me and laugh and say, "You can't do that. I went there and you did it." <laughs> <laughs> she claims it on you. She yes, definitely. So she can take Georgia. I'll take TCU. <laughs> All right, and that's fair enough. All right, so well, let's move then to uh, to baseball. Do you keep up with the Braves at all uh, since since y'all are here in town? I mean, it, Athens is definitely a Braves area. I mean, the whole southeastern United States is kind of Braves country, and that's the name of this podcast I, that we do. I know. I, I I believe that you all are probably very good with the Braves. I, did you guys win something last year or, or in the last five yeah, years? Yeah, in 2021, the World Series in 2021. Yes, you guys won the World That's right. Because I remember I was on tour. I've been on tour for four years. So I was, oh gosh, I think I was in Cleveland, Ohio, when you all won. And I was just like, yay, oh, Braves. <laughs> <laughs> yay, Braves. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, not the, who, who are the, what's the pro team over in Cleveland? Oh, the Indians baseball. are now the Guardians. Yes, the Guardians. Yes. I was like, does anyone celebrate that here? And everyone Mm-mm. looked at me like it was crazy. No. Well, no, well, <laughs> okay, never mind. especially there because in 1995, the Braves beat the then Cleveland Indians in the World Series. And let me tell you, oh, they, they yeah, so that would have been that would have been the worst folks to ask. Oh, my gosh. And I did. I asked everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and the, that's why you're getting those cross looks. They're like, uh, ma'am, oh, ma'am. God. Yeah, ma'am, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny, though. So funny. Your dad, family, do they keep up with the Braves? They get down to the Battery Atlanta, which is incredible if you've not visited. I haven't. I'm the worst. I'm about to at myself on your podcast. I enjoy the Braves, and I really enjoy watching on on TV. But growing up here in Georgia, because I moved I moved out of away from Georgia 18, mm-hmm. I made it to one Braves game, I believe. I think I was in high school. Okay. I don't know. It was some – but – I want to come back, but of course, I'm looking at your the Braves schedule. Of course, we have performances when they're playing, so I'm like, okay, I guess that's not going to work. But like, you guys have one tonight, right? There's or we tomorrow, do. tomorrow. Yeah, There's that's right. Game. Yeah. Well, I have Wicked, so I guess I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, but then though, now that now that we're connected a little bit, and you've been on the show, we have access to tickets here at the Braves Radio Network. So when you want to go. We'll get you set up, and that way on a day off. Which day's off for, for the cast? Is that like Monday, Tuesday maybe, or Sunday, Monday? Monday? Only Monday. Only Monday. Yeah. Okay, so if there's a Monday game and, and you're in town, you, the, then we will get you fixed up. We will make sure you get to a Braves game because the Battery Atlanta is incredible. There's hundreds of teams that come to Atlanta just to check out the Battery Atlanta to be able to take it back and try to emulate it where they are, including Boston. They're doing something up at Fenway. They're building like a a new really? like a new thing around the stadium at Fenway in Boston where there's like eight new buildings. 
but they came here to kind of get an idea. Oh, that is so cool. I'm, because when we were in Boston, we played Boston last summer in 2022, and I thought Fenway was so cool. It so, is. Oh, my gosh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to make a visit or a tour to, to – what did you say it's called? The yeah. Battery. The Battery. All right. The Battery my Atlanta. Day next week. There I'll you go. There. All right, then. <laughs> we'll, get it all, we'll get it all squared away. We'll get you all fixed up. But another thing, and, and we'll wrap here in just a couple of minutes, but another thing is you're, you're a black belt in Taekwondo. Those, I mean, when I, when I think of a, a Broadway actress, I typically don't think karate or Taekwondo for that matter. Yeah, I typically don't either. Um, <laughs> the story goes like this. I was young, and my parents, being both very active individuals, always wanted my sister and I to have a extracurricular activity. They'd always look at us and say, you can choose. You have full discretion as a baby to choose which um, uh, movement of your body you're going to have this year. So my sister at a young age said, I want to dance. So she went into dance classes when she was really young, which typically most people in my profession started when they were young. And I was super shy and I was super just afraid of everything. Not sure when that all phased out, but I was just that shy kid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I was just of everybody dad would have his football players over for dinner and they would be 12 times bigger than you and i would just be like who are you and uh, you know those are my early memories of just being terrified <laughs> and so i just remember i i tried dance and it was not for me ironically enough and because i didn't want to be in front of people i didn't want to be in front of people but later on I, I i tried soccer i tried gymnastics you know all these things and taekwondo actually stuck there was something about the rigors of that sport is very disciplined, but it's also very calm. So I wonder, like, like Taekwondo and Chi and Karate, like, it's very Eastern. It's very, like, concentrating mm -hmm. and, and, and quiet and beautiful. It's an art form, really. And so when I was young, I think I started Taekwondo when I was in second grade, third grade. It was just my, my why, my reason of, like, what got me out of bed as a kid. It, I just really love some of the stuff that goes into Taekwondo, which now as an adult, I'm looking back on it and I'm thinking to myself, Taekwondo prepared me to be a professional dancer because as you're going through the belts and you're and you're in the you, ranks. You, yeah, kind of. Yeah, you got to do crazy things in Taekwondo. So I then eventually stuck with it through the whole program and I got my black belt in seventh grade. And then by that point, I wasn't so shy anymore. And I, and I knew that I wanted to um, do dance for real this time. And I looked at my mom, and I think I said something so cliche like, okay, I did it. I'm the best, but I'm also ready to not be with the boys. Okay. <laughs> but at that point, there was not a lot of women who did taekwondo at that level, so all of my peers were men or boys. So I was really excited to try to, like, transition into something that had a little bit more women, which typically dance has a little bit more women. And, yeah, so it, it, it took a couple of years, and I went around, and I competed in Taekwondo. And I loved, I was the best at what they call form, I believe. Okay. Oh, nobody kill me. That, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I remember that. <laughs> so I assume you don't practice anymore. No, okay. no. Baby Jackie could have beat you up, but now <laughs> at 29, I don't know if I could. <laughs> okay, well, good. I just believe everything happens for a reason, and I me was too. too painfully shy to be a performer when I was young. My sister was, she was ready. She said, put me on that center stage. I'm ready. Um, she, I'll belt it out, baby. But I <laughs> was I that was not me but I think taekwondo 
gave me the strength to come out of my shell. It because it requires you to be loud and in charge and to be strong and confident. But it also gave me a really great tool, which is called you know all of us that are athletes, our bodies are the reasons why we get to do anything. And so it gave me a really great foundation. Though I wasn't dancing at a young age, I was training my body to be extremely flexible and extremely fit and strong in taekwondo so then when i transitioned that year to be a dancer i already had a great flexible strong body which is why i think it worked really well and it wasn't that but because don't get me wrong i had to play catch up for about a year and a half to get back to the level that my age group was because i didn't have any of that training but i so i did private lessons private Mm -hmm. dance lessons for a year and a half to um understand the technology or understand the technique of dance and understand the, the, the vocabulary of what's the plie, what's the tondu, what's the jete, you know, all the, the little dance terms that we use. So, gotcha. yep. So taekwondo for a while and, um, Ruled my the friends, world. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my friends that now know me at my age, they all, whenever they learn that, they look at me and they think, what? Glenda the Good has a black belt. <laughs> That's fantastic. No, I love that. That's so good. Jackie Ray's who we're talking to. She's from the cast of Wicked that you can see at the Fox Theater here in Atlanta. Do not miss it. Make sure you go see it. I have gone with my wife, and it is spectacular. A couple more things, and then, then we'll let you go because we're running a little long. But um, I, I know your faith's important to you, and we talk about that on this show all the time. My faith is so very important to me. And I know our faith is tested all the time in different ways, but is that something that in, in theater everybody's cool with, or, or is that something you keep very quiet and personal? How do you go about that? Yeah, it's definitely our own walks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think we were called as Christians to not be boastful about that. Amen. So I try to live my life with the light that we all understand as believers. You know what I'm saying? And I try to maneuver my way as a professional actor in a way that gets people curious, but not in their face. Right. So, because I know my journey and why I'm at Wicked and all the little in-betweens and what's after Wicked is going to be in my purpose, in my why. That's through my creator that I believe in. Yeah. And it gives me something at work that feels a little bit bigger than myself, which I'm so thankful for because I think if I, I have also the personality, I think I would have been completely lost, lost in the sauce. You know what I mean? Like completely Mm -hmm. lost in the artistic realm. If I, if I didn't have my two feet on the ground. So I'm super, um, it's, it's a very precious subject to me and it's not a subject that I, you know, I, I run around town but if I interact with individuals who are different than myself, I'm so happy that I do because, one, I, I feel like I love people even harder who are different than me. I feel like I love people who think differently than me. I love getting challenged as well and hearing other people's perspectives and, and, and experiencing other worldly perspectives because they don't know this. and. But it grows my faith. Right. You know no, I can see that. Look, so, as a Christian, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. So, you know, I I adore what I do. And I adore that there's hidden, you know, all of us believe different things. And I fully support that. And I fully understand that. And it's so fun, though, to see and find my believers of faith in the environments that I do. Like, for example, my small group at Wicked is meeting mm-hmm. this morning. 
Oh, so great. we have we have company members in the show that we meet every Friday and we talk about what we need to do to keep going and we pray over each other. So I love it's, that. it's extremely important. I think the arts are from the are from God. You Me know? too. And and uh, it's completely God given gifts or gifts. Excuse me. And so, yeah, it's something that's very important to me, and it's something that fuels me as an artist. But I got to tell you, it's something that it it it's my it's my why when I walk into a space. I, I want people to meet me and think, why is she the way she is? Why is she why is she doing that? Why is she what is what is why what is that? And if I can get people curious, that's the only that's 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 what I'm here to do. You know what I mean? And nothing has distracted me from my walk if anything that. it's grown me and if anything god placed me in new york city for a, a freaking reason like right. and i know that to be yeah, true. absolutely so yeah if, if, if anything i feel these days i feel the more i'm aging the more i'm understanding what it is you know and it's because of i'm thrown in completely crazy different circumstances and scenarios and environments and you know they're all they're all tests they're all they're all uh they are all things to better you as mm-hmm. a Christian, in my opinion. I agree. And so, yeah, it's something that's very it. special to me. It's something that's very important to me and in our occupation. And I, I'm, I'm going to argue it's in a lot of occupations, not just the arts. But there, there is an absence. So you just gotta, you just gotta roll with the punches and not take it personally and pray over everyone and love everyone. And my, you know, all my very best friends out on this show. We all think and feel different things. So I think that's also extremely important. Oh, so. me too. I, I love the yeah. way you summarize it. I love the way you put it. I can hear the passion in your voice. And uh, and that's so encouraging to me. So I appreciate you sharing. Thank that. you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate you asking. Yeah, of course. Talking to Jackie Ray. Last question on the Braves Country podcast. She's part of the cast of Wicked that you can see at the Fox. This may be the most important question I'll ask you. What's your favorite okay. places to eat when you are home? Well, okay. So I, when I'm in Athens, I love Mama's Boy. Have you been? I'm not, but it's going to be on the okay. list. I'm going. Great. There's two. There's the original one downtown near the stadium. It's so good. I just love a biscuit. I don't know what it is. It's because they're delicious. That's what it is. Yes, exactly. And so Mama's Boy in Athens and down here from the Fox, I just had it literally two nights ago. Because my friend who wasn't from here, this is birthday, I said I literally know exactly where to take you. Mary Max. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Home my gosh. Run. They are doing something so right there. Yeah. The the pot liquors uh, are oh. so good. Everything there. Mary Max Tea Room is legendary in Atlanta. It's legend. How how old is it? Do you know? Oh, it's, it's it hang around? on. I'm standing in front of a computer, so I'm going to look it up. But it's been there for years. Mary Max Tea Room. 1945. No, well, that is why. That is why it is so good. You can just tell it's like family legacy. You know what I mean? Like yes. family recipes. And it, it it slaps every time. I had it because, ironically enough, I played Wicked here at the Fox back in 2019. So I'm back. And so the first time we were here, that's all we ate. And now the second time here, history is repeating itself. And that's all me and my friends are eating. I love it. There you go. <laughs> It, it's Nothing been, like just heavy food before you go and perform. I don't know how you do it because I would need a large nap. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah, well, I, I tell you, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you this morning. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, it, it's it's always great to just hear someone that uh, just lives life 
with such a smile on their face and you could hear it coming through the phone. So Thank um, you. it's a pleasure to spend time with you. We wish you nothing but the best in your career with Wicked and then whatever the good Lord has for you next. And uh, we're going to get you to a Braves game too. That's important. Thank you. Oh, that all sounds like a plan. <laughs> Thank you for supporting. Thank you for supporting the arts and sports. Yeah, I love them both. Absolutely. Jackie Ray, she is part of the ensemble cast there for Wicked Atlanta. Jackie, thanks so much. We hope you have the best day, and uh, and we hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today. 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.